Hello, everybody. This is Two Guys Five Movies. Uh, this is one of your co-hosts, uh, Chris Gasberry, and I'm joined here by your other co-host, Frank Pelicone. Uh, this past week, uh, yesterday, in fact, on Thursday, uh, the actor Albert Finney passed away, and uh, story career over 50 years in the industry, uh, four nominations for Best Actor, uh, nomination for Best Supporting Actor for Aaron Brockovich um, not too long ago. And a lot of uh, big titles to his name, including Tom Jones, Annie, um, Miller's Crossing, Aaron Brockovich, Big Fish. Uh, so we just want to take a little bit of time tonight to kind of just talk about some of those movies, particularly his roles in them. Um, Frank, do you want to go ahead and get started? Yeah, I, I think it's funny that you say Aaron Brockovich is not too long ago and it's what, like 20 years now yeah. since Aaron Brockovich came out? I think everything to me, any I'm starting to realize everything is 20 years ago now. So more than half your life is like, well, it's not that long oh, Is it like 2001? I thought Aaron Brockovich was like 99. Okay. It might be 2001, you might be right. Okay. Um, Albert Finney was, I guess, one of the first like actors that I... I knew of, like, I thought of as, like, an actor. Um, because, you know, and we've talked about this before, but, like, I love Scrooge. Um, one of my favorite movies from when I was a kid. It's in episode one, actually. Yeah. We talk about Scrooge. Yeah. Um, and personally, like, maybe my favorite part of that movie is Finney's performance in it. Um, amazing to think, like, he was still a relatively young man when he made that movie because he really looks old mm-hmm. in there. Like, I would have believed he was in his, like, late 60s. You know, in 1971 or whatever, when Scrooge comes out. Um, Really talented actor. You know, I mean, like, you listed his accolades and, like, the award nominations. But um, in, like, the titular role in Tom Jones, I think a really... I mean, I don't know if you can call a movie that was nominated for Academy Awards underrated. But I think maybe, like, somewhat unfairly forgotten in terms of, like, great movies of the 60s. But Tom Jones is a fantastic performance by Finney. Um, again, like I love Scrooge, um, you know, he's in a, some other stuff like the duelists in the seventies, which is a really great movie. Um, another movie that I loved when I was a kid in Annie playing the daddy Warbucks character. Yeah. He's really um, good in that. Just a really strong performance in, you know, a movie that when I was like five years old was really important to me. Um, which is funny that this is a guy that there's like two movies that, in my formative years, like he plays a major role in and, mm-hmm. you know, that I loved. Um, maybe my favorite movie that he's in is Under the Volcano. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a weird movie. Uh, John Huston directed, um, very flawed, but like compelling. And Finney's really great in it. Yeah, that's one of those. Uh, when I was going through his filmography, just to kind of double check what I've seen and what I have, and that's the one that um, he was actually nominated for best actor for that uh, that year, I think it's 1984, and uh, that's one of the few that I haven't seen. But as I read more about it, it seems like something I probably should sit down and watch at some point. Yeah, it's it's one of those movies where, and I say this a lot, like during our podcast, where I don't know that I would necessarily recommend it, but I think that if like you read about it and you think it sounds interesting, that you should watch it. Um, it's about alcoholism, right? Yeah, and yeah. it's it's just I don't know, it's. I, I would like to talk about it at some point, so I don't want to talk about it too much. Sure. But um, it's it's got its flaws to it, but it also has like a lot of really great strengths. And I think those strengths, especially Finney's performance, like Chief Among Them, like outweigh any flaws that it has. Yeah. 
Um, you mentioned Miller's Crossing, another one of my favorite movies of the '90s. Um, probably like one easily one of my favorite noirs yeah. of all time. Um, and the fantastic performance in that movie yeah, um, as Leo. Yeah, Finney's amazing in that movie. I mean, um, a lot of people are, but yeah, Finney but really he's like, stands he's, out. He's like the powerhouse of that movie he in is. terms of just like chewing scenery and just... Sure, and definitely has like one of the best sequences in the <laughs> entire movie. <laughs> right. I mean, we don't want to talk about it too much because I think in the next three months, probably, we're going to end up talking about that movie. Yeah, it's guess, definitely coming so. up. Um, so also, um, a bunch of movies from like the 90s that were good and you think about like um the browning version uh washington square two movies that i think gained like some acclaim when they came out that sure. are kind of forgotten about um full disclosure i've never seen aaron brockovich so i can't really talk about his performance in that um no it's it's a, it's it's a really solid performance i mean definitely I'd have to look at the best supporting actor nominees for that year but i was actually really surprised when i found out that he didn't actually win the award so I I definitely like to go back and look at that. I should have looked at it, but yeah, and then really he's really definitely worthy of that award. In a couple of like really strong like minor movies from the two thousands and Big Fish and um another movie that I don't know that it gets talked about enough in before the devil knows you're dead yeah um really great like ensemble piece um with uh Philip Seymour, Philip Seymour Hoffman and Marissa Tomei yeah um really depressing movie but just it like is. great great performances start to finish yeah. It's, he's an interesting career because, like, when, when I found out he died, like, whenever I read or hear that an actor's passed away, I always go back and look through their filmography and just kind of try and, like, refresh my memories to what they've been in. And it was amazing to me, like, it feels like he should be in more movies. And I know that he's been mm-hmm. in, like, I, it's probably, like, 40 or 50 movies total. But you think about, like, the entire span of time that Albert Finney was an actor. And you look at other actors that are in, like, hundreds of movies in that same span, and it just feels like Finney was in more. It does. Um, I mean, I can't think of anything he was in that I thought was a bad movie, mm-hmm. ever. I think that he, like all the classic British actors, I think he lends, like, an air of, like, gravitas and, like, respectability yeah. to any performance that he's in. Yeah, and I think you definitely see that in something even, like, uh, the Bourne Legacy and Ultimatum movies that he's in. Yeah. <clears throat> which is a pretty generic role in some ways that he plays which is the cia head heavy that's trying to chase down the supposed bad guy who's actually a good guy but there's a certain presence that he brings to it just by his performance and who he is that mm-hmm. makes that role more than what it, what it is on paper and i think that he did that to a lot of roles so even something like Big Fish, and Big Fish is probably my favorite performance of his. Hmm. Uh, I think Big Fish is a really underrated movie. I agree with that. Uh, that people just don't talk about. And is one of those movies that I think I probably tear up at every single time at the ending of that movie. When uh, the son in it is like finally like reverse roles and was telling the father albert finney who's dying like the end of his own story um yeah every single time like it makes me emotional and but like albert finney in that is so overbearing and charming and uh everything that you would think of a dad who has a son who feels the father was too disapproving like he embodies that 
but is still so soft and caring in the scenes with his wife. Like right. he's he's he had. It, I think it's a role that shows how much range Finney had, and he's doing it all while the character's dying. Essentially, I wonder mm. if sometimes with Big Fish, um, and not to like get off track with Albert mm. Finney too much, but I wonder if sometimes Big Fish is overlooked because of like the shit sandwich of Burton movies that it's in between, because there's like. So much bad stuff around it, sure. including like Planet of the Apes mm-hmm. and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and Dark Shadows. And I mean, like just this crap mm-hmm. that's like there that maybe people had kind of like soured on Burton a little bit and didn't want to give something that's more akin to like his earlier work, like any kind of credence because he was making these like terrible, like bombastic Agreed. It's, Hollywood it's, spectacle. I movies. think that's probably very close to what it is. It's the outlier in the downward trajectory of his career. Do you Burton's like a really interesting maybe we should do like top five Burton sometime, but a really interesting like study in what happens when you give an indie director too much money and too much like creative freedom to just run wild. Because when he's restrained, like, his movies are so amazing. And then, like, the ones... I mean, I know there's probably people that really like, like, Sweeney Todd and stuff like that. But, I mean, those movies, to me, are just terrible movies. Yeah. I, and I kind of like Sweeney Todd, but it still is just a little too over the top. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think that would be probably an interesting episode. And I think that is the thing with Big Fish is even though there's a lot of bombast in the fantasy that the, that the Finney character is telling in that, and I think... He still restrains himself enough in that movie with how bombastic it is. And, and, and because it's a fan, fairy tale, basically, right. he's allowed to be as bombastic as he wants, but he still restrains himself so it's not overdone. And it really is just, like you said, a throwback to this very simple story yeah. of of son looking for acceptance from his father who's dying. And, you know, he gets to you know, focus on the actual human drama, which I think he's very good at. Yes. Burden of, of being able to make those human connections. Well, and, yeah, Burden's really amazing at making these humanistic fables yeah. in a lot of ways. Like when you look at like Edward Scissorhands and Beetlejuice and sure, you know, yeah. um, it's funny. Somehow Beetlejuice came up um, in class before class today. Uh, the, the tutor of my class was somehow talking to one of the students and somehow Beetlejuice came up and she said, "Like, do you even know what that movie is? Have you seen it?" And this is a student, this is like slightly a little older. He's probably like 22, 23, I would think. And uh, he hadn't seen it, and but he had seen like Top Gun and Terminator and all these other movies. So it was fascinating that he hadn't seen Beetlejuice, even though he'd seen all these movies around that time period. Um, besides that, so it's like it's almost like I'm wondering if like Burden's just disappearing. Yeah. Again, I think that like. I think his earlier, more critically acclaimed stuff has kind of been overshadowed by just the amount of schlock. I mean, you can't direct Men in Black 3 and expect to be taken seriously, I guess. I don't know. So. Is he directing that? I think he did, didn't no. he? Did he? He's involved no with it somehow. Okay. No idea. Okay. I don't know. I haven't watched any... I haven't, I haven't seen a Burton movie, yeah. like, new... I don't know. I can't remember sure. the last one, so... But, no, I think that that was... I think it was the last... Big Fish was probably the last really to me i liked him in before the devil knows you're dead yeah and and i thought it was really strong but i think um hoffman really is like the 
the the master like right. is, is is the master class of anybody in that film hard to compete against Philip Seymour Hoffman in yeah. almost anything honestly yeah. I one of our biggest losses probably yeah, in the really. past ten years like is Philip Seymour Hoffman um, as an actor but I uh, I think Big Fish was probably his last really great like tour de force performance yeah. in any movie but he has a slew of them I mean sure. Tom Jones is great Tom Jones is an amazing movie and a yeah. fantastic performance sure. and same with Under the Volcano is really yeah. great and, no I definitely need to check that out yeah. and then Miller's Crossing definitely yes. and even like again like small stuff yeah. like The Duelists or Sherlock Holmes Younger Brother and I mean there's plenty of stuff where like right. well I even saw his um, Murder on the Oregon Express a long time ago yeah, I, that he did when I can't remember if I've ever seen that movie because I know I've seen like so many versions of Murder on the Orient Express that I can't remember. Yeah, but he was good in that. Like, I don't play Hercules. So definitely a great loss. Um, It is. And like, I was doing some research though, and it's like beyond his film career, one of the reasons maybe he doesn't do as many movies I found is that, because I would have thought there was a lot more too, is he still kept up on the stage a a lot. Like, Mm -hmm. he was constantly on the stage, and the names that he associated, associated with was, you know, Chekhov, you know, Strindberg, uh, and he did tons of Beckett plays. And mm. now that I think about it, like, that seems like just perfect for him as to do. Be- and I'm not the biggest fan of Beckett in the world, right. like, but um, I, I really love Godot, but um, some of his others, like Last Tape and all those things, I'm not too big a fan of. I think I'm of, but, really familiar with Waiting for Godot. Yeah. And <clears throat> um, there's like Endgame and Crepes Last Tape and all those things. And I, I'm not as big as fan as those, but as for the type of play that Beckett writes, I would have loved to have seen Finney in some of those roles because it seems like he would just knock them out of the park for that style of delivery and writing. Like, I can really see him doing that really well. Yeah. So, again, like, sad. Yeah, it is. Um, it's another one of those ones where it just catches me off guard sometimes that people are still alive because I haven't thought about them in so long. Sure. Um, and it has been like but seven years since Like 82, right? Is how old he was? Something like that? Yeah, yeah. So relatively young. Yeah. Um, sure. When you consider like the longevity right, yeah. of human life uh-huh. in our glorious modern age. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, rest in peace. Yeah, Robert yeah absolutely. Great actor. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks. Thank you.